Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitch and Finley, 1067, the fan. Uh, Brian, something incredible just happened. What? Landfill and I were talking about if the defenders played this weekend, they changed quarterbacks, and Jeff was like, nah, they play this weekend. And we're like, yeah, dude, they played. He's like, no, they play this weekend. And we're like, Jeff, it's Monday. He had no idea what day it was. Long weekend, man. And that, like I said, my, my work week started yesterday. Landfill, that happened. Did they win? That happened. All right, time to get down to business. We are lucky to bring in our friend, Mr. John Kime from ESPN Commander's Beat Reporter. Follow him on Twitter at John underscore Kime. You can listen to his podcast or watch it on YouTube, the John Kime Report. Johnny, what's up, man? How are you, buddy? What up? I do know what day it is. I don't always, though, so I can I can empathize on that one. Proud of you. Now, <laughs> um, Combine, Indianapolis. Yes. There's going to be – there's always a lot of lying going on at the combine. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of lying. for the commanders right now, now that they've settled the offensive coordinator position, and there's probably still some, you know, coaching staff yes. decisions that will get made, but all eyes are on the sale. You and I were texting yeah. over the weekend. Yes. What do you make of everything going on? A lot of, lot of misinformation out there. <laughs> a lot of that. Rain, I, John. Well, and, and what I tell people is just like if you're on a field, keep your head on a swivel because um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to put out there. Don't overreact to it because you, it's just hard to really parcel out all the truths at this point. So I would just tell people not to overreact to everything that comes out, right? I mean – you know, we just, I don't know that anybody has the full, full story of what's going on, what's going to transpire. Um, we know that there are multiple bidders. Um, we know that, you know, it certainly seems like there's a motivation to sell. Um, beyond that, you know, I think you kind of have to take a lot of things with a grain of salt. The, I, I look at it at this point. I know, I understand we see a lot of stuff going out, but I believe all of the changes in the, in the, the, the eagerness to sell at this point has a lot to do with what he was told from other owners in the NFL. So I believe the sale is going to happen. I'm just not sure who is going to get it. Right, right. And I'm with you on that, B. Mitch. I I think the same thing. I don't know who it's going to be. Um, I know people are fixated on one individual. And, you know, I'm not sure quite – why it's just on one individual because there are other guys, people who are bidding on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I guess because they know that's the way to get it, that they think it's the way to get it done is one, you know, if one guy comes in and says, here's 7 billion, boom, it's over. I don't know if it's that simple. So, but there are other bidders on there. So I would just focus on the process and, and know what, you know, like some of the other stuff coming out, you, you hear things and then you hear things refuted. So you have to be very, very cautious about what you put out there and what and, and how you handle it. That's that's how I go. But like I'm with you, B. Mitch, I do think it. you know, I don't I haven't heard anything to the contrary at this point. 
that it that it's not going to happen. I know some people you know fear that, but that's I just I don't I haven't I can't really go there at this point. So you know um, it's going to be a long possible month or so of all this stuff. Um, so don't you think? Yeah, yeah. It, it's the amount of misinformation. Yeah. At, at times, talk about a well-funded misinformation campaign, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> at times, it seems fairly transparent. I think. Well, um, there's definitely. Yeah, you always like. I think that. I think the whole thing in this too is you look behind what comes out and they say, "What's the motivation behind that information?" That's what you always have to keep. It's just totally. like it's. It's like it's a lot like you know with with agents with teams when they say stuff like, "What's the motivation behind that?" There's a lot of times that you and I have both heard things from people that you don't report because you say, well, this guy is saying this possibly because of this, so I better be careful with that information. Right. And and I'm sure you, like me, are getting calls and texts and a million things <laughs> that are crazy. And I, I, I haven't – I reported some stuff in January and haven't really reported officially anything since then. And – Everything that I officially reported has checked out. Bowley's out. Harris appears to be a front runner. Right. And Bezos hasn't made any offers. Now, right. he so, can so, skip the line. He can true. change it, right? Like, who knows what will happen with him? He remains the wild card. But the Snyder family is and continues to be extremely reluctant to sell to him. All that seems to be the case. And then what that means um... – you know, who knows? I mean, you hear various things on all that. And, you know, people are adamant that there's no um, blocking. But, you know, I, again, I just I'm with you. Like the other thing we know is that he hired that Allen and company to investigate a bid or to look into a bid. We know that, too. OK. Um, and now when he when he hired them, I don't know. Um, but but yeah, but he did hire them to look into a bid. Um, you know, we, we've known that he has an interest in buying a team. We also know that Seattle will be up for sale at some point in the next couple of years. You know, where do, do you know, what, what's more appealing? I don't know. And, um, but I just, I think there's, it just, I think, you know, we, we call like the draft season, the lying season, all that. And I think we're in that, in that part with this a lot. And so you just have to be really careful about what you say, um, I think it's really hard to be deeply affirmative on some things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's this one. What's funky about this, and I've said this to me before, is if I hear about a trade or a free agent signing, I I know who to call. I know who I can trust. This is not that. That's exactly right. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's certain moves. I'm like, well, I got from this person, this person a thousand percent knows so it's okay. And um, I think in these cases, you know, this is also playing, you know, um, <laughs> there's so many factors involved here and so many um, aspects to it. Like, you know, there's the financial side, there's this side, there's that side. You're dealing with people like we've done for the last couple of years, JP, we're dealing with people that, you know, you haven't had to deal with before right. in some cases. And so you don't have, you know, certain relationships built up on certain in certain areas. So like, you don't know, like I know from a football angle, like here are the people that I know I can trust because they've proven that over time. 
And, it, you know, so I think you just have – that's why I say you have to be careful just with running with everything that you get because you really would have to check it out. And then some of the stuff's like, well, what's, again, what's the motivation? And, you know, I have talks with my editors about all this stuff and, like, what can you put out there and what not. And just if it's not concrete, then just – Let's wait until it is. I ask this question, though, and I, I think we all been around a lot of places. If it comes down to it and the bids are all in and one bid is bigger than the others, do you all really think that they're going to say, no, I don't, I, I'm going to forego that extra money because I don't like a person? Well, how much are you putting in there, B-Mitch? Not me. <laughs> I'm putting nothing in it. But I'm saying if it's five hundred million more or uh yeah, are you gonna just walk away from it because you don't like somebody? Listen, I mean I've been around a lot of players over the years who've told me that I couldn't play for this guy or that guy and guess what? They play they for do. Yeah. Because why is like that contract. I mean, you know <laughs> so I think it's I think it would be surprising to to see that. I mean you'd have to you know, I will also say, like, I was talking to someone the other day, and it's like they just refer to things as, like, you know, how billionaires battle. And just it's it's a different world that they live in. So I, it's hard for me to comprehend some of that, um, all of us. But it would be surprising to me to see that play out like that, if it's that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a little bit here and there, just like a player may – Offer like, well, I know I could have gotten this on the open market, but I like it here. I like this. I like that. It's not enough to, you know, change my mind, right? Um, sometimes see that, but if you're talking like if you're a player, like Kirk Cousins may have wanted to stay here, but he was always going to make thirty to forty to fifty million more by going on the market. Like, how do you pass that up? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Totally. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Talking with our friend John Kime. Give him a follow at John underscore Kime. Sounds like uh, you're in a very pleasant meadow with that bird chirping. <laughs> I, am, I, am in, I am in South Carolina. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Good for you, dude. Um, What's going on down there at Beach? Kiowa? Um, my son helping him with his new house. Oh, that's great. Great. Charleston, right? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I need a new house, John. There, listen, there, there's, um, they have a like we always talk about ZZQ. Yeah, they have a place down there. It is like basically the same. It's a ZZQ down here. It's called Lewis's, which is phenomenal brisket. So. I, I have been to Lewis's. It is phenomenal. Okay, it is. Yes. Uh, let's 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 try hmm. to talk a little bit of actual football surrounding this football team. Ron Rivera last week talked. Eric Bieniemy talked. Even Jason Wright talked. Sam Howell talked. I there seems to be this national consensus. Oh, they're not actually going to roll out there with Sam Howell. I think they are. I don't think. I don't like Derek Carr. I I don't see one of these. No. And I, I don't know who will be the veteran backup. Maybe it's Taylor. Maybe it's somebody else. But I, I really the, – the Howell stuff is real, and it's yeah. intriguing to me. I agree, and it is funny because, like, I get that a lot too. Are they really going to do that? Are they just saying that? No, they – because what I also know is that they really like him. You know, I'd heard leading up to the draft last year, <clears throat> I heard a lot about him from out there. And so I know that the – I know that the – whatever they said after the draft was not um, just, oh, well, we got this guy, now we're going to say this. It was – 
they really did like him. And um, I had been told, like, if, you know, if they hadn't traded for Carson Wentz, that he would have been a guy they would have targeted earlier in the draft. So that, so the liking of him is legit. And um, I think they saw enough throughout the year to say, and I think, you know, part of the JP too is, um, and I asked Ron Vera about this a couple of weeks ago, like how much of this is a shift is their belief in how versus realizing that maybe last year they were a little bit that it didn't work out with what they did with Wentz and that you gave up a lot to have a year where it didn't work out. You, can you afford that again? I mean, it wasn't just, you know, it was two third round picks. They essentially recouped those with other moves, but it was also the cap space. So they don't want to give all that up. They'd rather take the other approach, which is build up that line. And if you can build up that line behind this guy and you get this certain, and if you can use your playmakers better then you, then he can have success. And I think the feeling has been, you know, he's a, he's probably a strong, he's a stronger arm version and, and maybe better, you know, just a little bit bigger than, than the Taylor Heineke. Right. So if you could get eight wins out of Heineke, could you get a few more out of him with better things around him from line to, you know, whether it's how they're used, play calling, whatever it is, you know, the scheme and all that. So I think that's part of the thing. And so then, but yeah, they're not, they're not in the Derek Carr sweepstakes. They're not going to go out and try and trade for Lamar Jackson um, I'm not sure why Baltimore would send him down here anyway, mm-hmm. um, but but they're still not going to do that. I mean, Heineke is still an option. He's still there's still a, a chance. I mean, I think there's definitely still interest in bringing him back. But it's going to be somebody at that level, somebody who's a strong backup who, if you need him to start, can go in, can go out there and win games for you over a, 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 an extended stretch. I know it. And go ahead. No, go ahead. I know we're trying to move forward, but. By this happening, it makes people go back to why did you do so many stupid things last year then (laughs) when you had him on the roster? Well, you know, and I think, listen, all that is fair game. And and they, I I think with Taylor, because last year was just Taylor, right? They didn't have Howell yet. Um, I don't know. Like, I think, I don't know if they felt like if they could have absolutely assured to get him, that they would have done the same thing. I don't know. But, um it's that's fair. And, and I know in, with Taylor, they always viewed him as a really is a high end backup. So they wanted to upgrade over him and you're right. It didn't work out. Um, and I think this is the result of like what they did or didn't do because, because of, you know, you go out and get him and then your guard play is subpar. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, so that's, that's related and, and it's related in, in many ways. And um, so, you know, I, I don't know that they would have felt comfortable last year. There, listen, there was a thought about like going out and getting Mitch Trubisky as a free agent. You have Taylor, and then maybe you draft somebody too, and you put him in the mix, and then you go. And that certainly – now, Trubisky did not work out, but Taylor ended up playing more you know, in Pittsburgh. But Taylor probably would have been up playing more anyway, so it would have been, may have been the same kind of season. And there were some people there that would have favored that direction. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's certainly, it's certainly a different approach than last year. And you can say that perhaps some of that reason is because of what they learned by what they did or didn't do last year. Yeah. And I think there's also an undercurrent of, we don't have the money to go get their car. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like the, I think the I, conversation around Lamar is just absurd. It, it, yeah. I, 
You you think they're writing a two hundred fifty million dollar fully guaranteed no. check right now because they're no, not? No, no, and and it's not. And I uh, no, they're not. And it's not going to be. I know what it, what was one of the theories that like oh well it'd be Dan Snyder's kind of his middle finger to the league. I'm going to give this guy guaranteed money. No, that's not happening. It's just not. And I think, but part of it is with Carr. I don't think that they saw the same quarterback they did the year before when they were watching it on film. But also just the cost involved. And and um, I, and it could be whether it's just like, hey, you don't have the money. But I think the other problem is if you went out and got a Derek Carr, let's say you spent $35 million for him, is he going to be that much more effective here considering you still have to beef up that line? How are you going to improve some of those other areas to give Carr what he needs because he's not a transcending quarterback, right? And so I think, you know, that the money plays a role in multiple ways in, in that thinking. And, but I'm sure – like, you know, they, yeah, I, I'm, money always plays a factor. Mm-hmm. The answer to everything is money. Um, yeah. What, last one, John. What's going on with Deron Payne? You think they just tag him before the end of yeah. next week, whenever the deadline I, is? I think March 7th deadline, and then, so they'll tag him and then they'll keep negotiating. So, they, but there's, they're not going to get, um, listen, unless, as you know, like at the combine, a lot of these talks are really where things get initiated and become a little bit more, um, real right you know and before that everybody kind of said well we'll meet at the combine so that so a lot of stuff will come out of there but i don't expect them to sign him to a long-term deal before march 7 so they'll tag him and they'll keep negotiating tag and trade or tag and keep i think tag and keep but i think then it's like but see here's the other problem what if you know what if Payne doesn't want to play on that i mean is he gonna but see there you go i don't think he's gonna be fond of this tag well, he may not be fond of it, but he, you know, he's still going to make what is it, nineteen million or something? Um, yeah. So I, one day I hope to be disrespected that way. So, <laughs> it but, is, you know, but I also know, like, I also understand it's a different, it's different with them, with the mentality of a player. You want the security, you want to feel like, hey, do you want me here or not? Um, you, I want to get paid what I'm worth here. Look what I did for you. I get all of that, and that's always a factor. But um, I do think, you know, I. Listen, I would explore a trade if somebody came to me and made some crazy offer. Short of that, they're better off in a year where they need to win. They're better off with him on the roster. And, and you know, like, who knows? Like, if he doesn't want to play on the tag, that's one thing. But if he's willing to play on the tag, it may not be their problem next year. So, I, you know, so... I, think they, I think they're better with him on the roster. And unless you get, like, a really good offer – and then you say, well, you know, you do have Mathis coming back and, and Ridgeway developed, et cetera. But, you know, um, I think they'd like to keep him around. Certainly. And, and I think there is a middle ground of not wanting to play on the tag, but playing because you, you still want to get the 19 mil. Correct. Correct. I just, I, don't, I, I mean, we've seen it with Kirk. We've seen it with Sheriff. It's a road to nowhere. <laughs> it hasn't worked out here. No. And, and it just, I don't see it working out here because, again, it's money. How much it's, you got to guarantee paying in a long-term deal? 70? 65? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so he could get – he could end up with in that 22 to 24 range as well. And mm-hmm. I know there was a reluctance to, to kind of give him that John Allen deal last year, but he hadn't reached Allen's right. heights, right? Well, he has now, and so the value went up. Um, so what do you what are you able to give them? And 
um, what's a, what's a new owner going to be comfortable with? If, if, it, if it takes, let's say it takes, you know, if, if it's not done by the end of March and there's a new owner, you know, what's the, what are they going to be comfortable with doing? Um, what's their philosophy going to be as far as, you know, doling out these kind of contracts? Um, and then the other, because the other factor in this is we, as we know is, you know, Montez Sweat is a free agent next year. Chase Young, they're still deciding on that fifth round option. And if they don't pick it up, then you have two free agent ends after next year. So, you, you know, what are you going to keep one of them? You, you can you how many of these guys can you keep mm. and how are you prioritizing? But there are three phases of football, not just one. Yep. Right. Right. And in, in listening to Ron Rivera over the over the season, though, he's talked a lot about um, in Carolina, how they weren't able to keep their defensive tackles together. And I think that was something that I think it sounded like there was some regret when he would talk about that. So, you know, um, interesting to watch, but. If if if, if Duran doesn't want to pay, play on that, then it could take a different turn. Um, I could see him maybe not showing up until camp, only to protect yourself, right? Because it, you know, it's it's you know, it's I mean, that's there's not it's not guaranteed. So, yes, sir, John, we got to run, man. Thank you for the All time. Right, Jay, as always. All right, guys. That's our guy, John Kime. Give him a follow at John underscore Kime and check out YouTube, the John Kime Report. Now. I want to talk a little more Deron Payne. We're going to do it. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Return. Don't go anywhere. B. Mitch Finley, 1067 The Fan. Don't you dare forget that B. Mitch Finley is presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit johnsellsdmv.com. Commanders have until March 7th to put the tag on Deron Payne. Defensive tackle, franchise tackle, run just about 19 mil. They go transition tag, it'd be 16. I kind of think the move there would be the non-exclusive tag for Payne. See if somebody offers him something big, you can match it, you can trade him. I also think Atlanta and Chicago will be directly interested in Deron Payne. Mm-hmm. So you'd have some leverage if you get two markets going after one guy. Yeah, and Chicago's going to have a lot of extra stuff to deal with, too. Do you believe – that's a great point. <laughs> Schefter this morning is saying that the Bears are probably going to trade out of the number one overall pick. The Panthers and the Colts are believed to, to really want to get there. The opportunity to draft Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young not throwing in Indy. My guess is Bryce Young has been doing nothing but eating since the Alabama season ended. <laughs> to try to when they when they weigh him in Indy, he's going to try to make it look as heavy as he's ever been. Now nah, you don't need to be that heavy. Just make sure if you're going to do some stuff, make sure you have great agility and you can still sling that thing. I think he's one of the best anticipatory throwers I've ever seen in college football. Mm-hmm. 
listed six foot buck ninety four. So let's say the Bears get four extra picks for moving out of Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know that technically, if you have somebody on a tag and somebody else signs them, it's supposed to be two firsts. I don't think you're getting two firsts for pain. I don't even think you're getting one first. But I think you can get a second and a fourth, maybe a two and a three. Yeah, that's possible. I just think, though, when you have – normally it works out depending on the year you had. He's a young guy, you know, and the thing about Durant, he could be, he could get even better. That's when people what do make, you make those weird of moves. his big jump last year. Do you think it was a contract year thing? See, I don't I I'm one that don't buy the contract year stuff because I think it comes more to now you know how to play the game. It happens to be in your fourth or fifth year. They basically didn't want him. They told him so what it did, it made him focus a lot more. He came in at a point now where he understood he understands how to play the game. He put a little bit more work into it. And he knew how to approach and set up. Like you say, he worked on his setup moves, worked on his quickness. And it happens for you then. You know, I don't, like people always say it's a contract year, you could play better. Well, hell, if, if it's that case, then you should make every year a contract year. I think everybody should sign a one-year deal every year and just show me I'm going to do, I'm a, I got a contract year. I mean, the NFL kind of every year is a contract year. That's what it is. Unless you're Deshaun Watson or yeah, Kirk you don't Cousins, have you get the a contract. Deal. So it's in that sense. But and when you when we normally are talking about it's a contract year, it's normally when the guys around four years, five years, where now they know the game of football, they've learned it, and now they can go out there and approach this thing without thinking and worrying so much. And it, they just happen to have it at that time. And many people put it into like it's a light switch you can just switch on. No, it's a culmination of the years you just played and figured out what you had to do. What's your gut tell you happens with Deron Payne? I think we both agree that he's not going to be happy with a tag. Like most guys aren't happy with the tag anymore because it's used as a detriment instead of, of something to keep your best guys around and take care of them. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a BS mechanism right now from a lot of these uh, teams. And if he does not want it and he makes some noise, I think they're going to do a, a signing trade, which would make a lot of sense. You tag him, and then you try to get something for him because you keep messing around with this tag thing. He may be walking eventually, and you don't get anything for him. And that would be a problem. Don't lie to yourself about compensatory picks. They, they're basically fourth-rounders because they come at the end of the third round. They're not as good as the player and they're not as good. You remember when the Nats were about to trade Juan Soto? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm blanking on the guy's name. It's like my brain isn't firing on all cylinders, Landfill. Oh, that's I, a daily thing. I can't remember the guy's name, but somebody said, maybe it was for Luga, the best time to trade Juan Soto is never. The second best time, yesterday. <laughs> Like, when you have these assets that you know, and maybe they don't know this, but it feels like they're not going to keep them. Maximize the asset. There you go. They didn't do it with Kirk. They didn't do it with Sheriff. 
this feels like it's going the same way. Mm-hmm. We will find out. Hope it doesn't go the same way. Right. <laughs> tonight, WCAC title game. Really, really good high school hoops tonight over at AU. We're going to talk about that at 1.30. We're going to talk about who had the best rookie class in the NFC East in one hour. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. The back half of the NBA season is here, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Listen, you don't have to be an NBA expert to bet on FanDuel. It's very easy for you. You can pick your local team. You look at Brad, look at Kyle Kuzma. You can bet the spread, the money line. Tomorrow night they'll be playing. They're not playing tonight. You can pick your favorite player for a prop bet like player points, rebounds, assists, etc. And you can listen. FanDuel has an exclusive bet like two by three. You hit. You can go with two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. There are a lot of shooters on the Wizards team, and I'm sure you could pick one and probably go out there and win that. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't just miss your chance on your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash Brian. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. P. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. Mike Florio asks, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. I feel like he's on with Grant and Danny a fair amount. You ever want to hear him? Mm-hmm. Mike Florio asks, is Dan Snyder simply trying to get more from Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Right? I mean, th- th- I think in this situation, I'm never going to believe that he don't want the most money. And the person that could pay him the most money is Jeff Bezos. But Jeff Bezos is in a point right now where, like, I don't have to bid what I was thinking about bidding because nobody else is bidding higher. So I'm damn sure not going to bid against myself. And the mere fact that there's another team out there that's going to be coming up for sale within a year or so, I'm damn sure not going to pay just out the way. I don't think Jeff Bezos is us a few years back getting out with Hainsworth, where we offer $80 million and then we come back and we top our $80 million with $100 million when nobody else offered him anything. Don't even have to go back that far. Us with Carson Wentz. I can't imagine there was much of a market. Yet and he was about pick. to get cut anyway. Right. So I'm just saying, it's like it, 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 it doesn't make much sense to me. So I, I don't know. I like this from Andrew Brandt. Uh, Brandt is a former Packers front office person that's now media guy. He said, as it relates to Dan Snyder and Jeff Bezos, this will be a true tug of war between Snyder's hatred of Bezos and Snyder's love of money. Exactly. Listen, man, an extra hundred, two, three, five hundred million dollars 
goes a long damn ways, even if it comes from somebody that you kind of despise. I also have a thought. Now, some people will say that he's trying to just get a a limited partner. He just needs a cash infusion, sell 40%. He keeps the other 60. I don't think that's the case because the NFL would have to approve that. Yeah. And why would the rest of the owners give him a lifeline? I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I, I just think in that situation right now, if I'm a guy coming in and I'm going to give you 40, 40, however many millions, a billion, whatever, to get 40% of the team, I am watching fans leave in droves for the most part because of you. That's not beneficial to me in a sense. You know what I mean? It's not like people are people love players, they love coaches, they love the 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 thought of loving this franchise, but when you hear people talk, we live we talk to people on a daily basis. And for the most point, they they don't like it because of one person. So if a new business person is coming in here, if you don't have a written plan that you're going to take over soon, sooner rather than later, you're setting yourself up for failure. What if there's a scenario where he sells 90% of a team? And he gets to keep 10, and he gets to pass that on to his son or his daughters. If it's 90% of the team... That, that person has total control. Right. You can have 10% of together whoever you want. They can tell you, go kick rocks. I don't need you involved with anything going on with the leading this team, like most minority owners do. Most minority owners just get their checks. They don't sit there and make any, any, any you know, decisions and things like that. I think that's where people are. The decision-making over the years has made them has turned them off a lot. Then again, the league gotta they gotta approve that as well. Right. Jim Andrew Mullins the sixth, aka Landfill, serves as the chief BS officer of the Beamich and Finley program. It's a lofty title. Carries no additional compensation, however, but it's quite the achievement. Landville, whole lot of news, speculation, stuff kind of coming and going, contradictory reporting. What do you make of the current commander sales situation? Uh, It's definitely weird to see these kind of conflicting reports coming out. I don't think the people that are running with them are just totally making them up. They probably have a decent reason to believe – what they're reporting. So that kind of does make me think that the whole uh, Snyder's just trying to kind of juice Bezos for a few uh, hundred extra million or something um, has some credence to it. I think that's probably what's happening. Uh, but I also wouldn't put it past Dan Snyder to kind of yank the the rug out from underneath the fans just because I wouldn't put anything past Dan Snyder. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I, think I, I do it, think there's like the he is the ultimate wild card in this scenario. But if it was a switcheroo at the end, you think things are already bad? Oh, I've I've had conversations with fans on his airways, and when I go around, 
You think it's bad now? Okay. Mm. Dude. This- I don't think the motivation of Eric being in me could be enough to stop if they were to try to switch it up like that. Teddy E. on Twitter says, nothing has ever been easy, smooth, or status quo with Dan Snyder. This sale will be no different. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Rob C. on Twitter says, to your point, B, if Snyder ends up not selling, he needs to just move the team. Fans would 100% be done with the team if he doesn't sell, even the most diehard. If you think it's bad now, just wait until Tanya announces the sale is on hold. (laughs) I mean... Last in attendance last year, right? Yeah. And that was with a big step up in attendance for them? I Although know, that big step up was probably other people's fans. Right. I know people that work in front offices around the league. I'm talking the business side of things, right? Other mm-hmm. teams. Other teams, other cities. They have to share financial information. The, the teams are all in it together. Mm-hmm. They send their revenues. They, sh- they, they show each other this information. The commanders wildly underperform. And it's nobody's fault over there that in this new regime because they've been largely bad for 20 years and everybody hates the owner. Mm-hmm. How the revenue is going to go if they, they come back and say, ah, you know what, we're keeping the team. Oh, by the way, they have massive debt, too. Bruh. It, it, at this point, if you, if you just listen to the facts, pay attention to the facts and how things have been going and what's been out there that's factual, not the BS. Is it they're in a position where you can't do that? It's just, listen, man. If the people that are the ones that will help you keep generating, if more of them start going the other direction, that's a problem. Hell of a problem. Big problem. Mm -hmm. I don't want no problem, big fella. Don't go anywhere. You listen to me, Mr. Finley. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.